Welcome to Content Kettle. This podcast is all about marketing where we'll be speaking with CEOs and founders of brands across the globe and marketers who rolled up their sleeves to get their businesses out there and turn them into a success. With each having taken a different path to grow their business, they have what we call actual actionables on marketing and they're spilling the tea with us or maybe even having one. I'm Manishika, the founder of Contentify, a content marketing agency that works with startups to help them establish their presence online. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Hey Dabneet, welcome to Content Kettle. Hi Vani, thanks for having me here. For those of you who haven't met her yet, Dabneet is the founder of a very cute online store and brand, The Umbrella Store, where you'll find a wide variety of quality products ranging from household goods to apparel to eco-friendly usable products from all around the world. But I think I'll let Dabneet tell us a little about herself and the brand rather than me. Over to you Dabneet. So hi I'm Davneet I'm the founder and CEO of the Umbrella Store it's a lifestyle retail brand that I started about uh, two and a half years ago while I was working my 9 to 5 so the umbrella store is a dairy based lifestyle retail brand offering high quality sustainable products we have a wide variety of products ranging from coffee mugs to water bottles to scented candles and now home decor products as well wow and how did you start this brand i mean there's like so much that you're doing there's so many cute products out there which is aesthetically so appealing how did this happen yes yeah, so uh, you know right from my school days i always had this thing in me that i wanted to run a business but then i was too young and i had no idea how to pick in so it was college when i you know started ideating a business idea for my uh, you know business and i started a thrift store back in 2017 on instagram while i was in my second year of college and it was a very big failure so i dropped the idea of uh, you know running a business soon after i graduated i joined a corporate job and i started working 9 hours a day and you know i used to spend 3 hours commuting because my office was in gurgaon and i and i live in new delhi i was so sick of my lifestyle because i used to spend 12 hours a day doing something i didn't like and you know i just used to live for the weekends so every day i would drag myself to my office and i would wait for the hours to pass and finally reach back home and i so wanted to quit at that time but i didn't have a plan in 6 months into my 9 to 5 i finally decided to start something on the side and i launched the umbrella store with just three products and i started by selling on amazon and i slowly built a complete range of products around my brand uh, i used to juggle between my job and my business for about 6 months and then in january 2020 when i thought it was the right time i quit my job and started focusing on my brand full time Wow that is actually an interesting story so i see that you have curated like a lot of products right and uh, you know i also came to know that you're creating a lot of products too how do you typically go about selecting the products that you sell on your brand yeah, so uh, some of the products that we sell on our store like the ceramic mugs and the bottles these are outsourced and we don't have the capacity to make them in house yet so we tend to rely on outside vendors uh, to source these whereas uh, our candle and aroma range is completely handmade in house in small batches the process of coming up with new products that are made in house is a quite lengthy one and it usually takes months for the whole process uh, right from the ideation phase to the uh, final physical product it takes a lot of uh, hard work and uh, efforts while creating products so for instance when uh, you know when i was making our 
library scented candle that is the best seller on our store mm-hmm. uh, as of now the formula took me about a whole month and uh, you know i started creating i started experimenting with different fragrances and you know i came up with a few scents and i created samples for it but then uh, you know with countless samples of scent i was so confused about uh, about the one to go with so i finally gave up and then i didn't want to work it for weeks so uh, what happened is i had al- uh, already announced it on my instagram story Mm-hmm. that i'll be coming up with the library scented candles and i had already uh, you know started getting messages from people and when are you launching the uh, scented candle we are waiting for it so um, that pressure really uh, you know persuaded me to go and have a look at the scent blends again and then i was so frustrated and i you know uh, felt uh, went with my gut feeling and finally launched the sample that i had initially formulated it went live and you know we've been selling those uh, library scented candles ever since and it's one of the best sellers that we have on our store wow plenty of hard work then would you say that a lot of uh, what you have on the store is actually driven by consumer demand yeah it actually is i mean we do chody polls and you know we ask for pe- uh, feedbacks on uh, on our products and we regularly communicate to our audience on instagram to understand uh, what kind of products are they looking for and what are their preferences got it so since you mentioned instagram i'm going to carry on with that thread uh, you're very actively you know kind of marketing your brand on instagram how has the platform been performing for you so far Instagram has been great. I mean, that is the place where majority of my target audience is, and we've been able to build a small community on Instagram. Uh, I personally connect with some of my customers too, and they know me pretty well. And uh, you know, Instagram is a very nice platform to have access to people, and people can also connect with brands for their queries and feedbacks. So that is a bonus part of being on Instagram. and also with the with reels i mean there is a huge potential for small businesses to grow by creating videos one thing i've noticed on instagram is that for brands people tend to usually go after followers and views on reels but that is something that has not worked in our favor i mean gaining a lot of um, eyeballs is good but you know high number of followers on instagram doesn't equate to high number of sales so that is something that uh, we don't you know really push our content out for we don't strive for uh, more instagram followers instead we uh, like to have a small community and you know we like to interact and engage with them something that is extremely different from what i typically hear brands saying because a lot of brands are typically going after the number of likes the number of followers so i like your approach it's more organic it's more authentic but do you feel that sometimes because you're following this very uh, organic and authentic kind of an approach to really connect with your customers the growth has been slower or has it been so high quality that you know it's okay if it's slow for you my business is uh, completely self funded and i don't owe answers to any of the investors so um, in my case i really prefer going slow about things and i can't go fast and you know i can't i don't want to uh, grow at a pace that i can't handle so for me growing slowly is uh, the best thing that i can do at the moment because i have a very small team 
and uh, as long as the number of followers and you know the, the approach that you mentioned that other other instagram accounts have been following is that um, I've, i've gone that way too last year i uh, went for a lot of sponsorships with the uh, college fests and every uh, you know these societies fest and everything that goes on in delhi university and we got a lot of followers at that time but that didn't really convert to sales so i um, you know i learned it hard time because at that time our uh, engagement was compromised due to uh, you know high number of followers flowing in at the same time and not engaging with our content so it's better to have a small uh, count on the number of followers and high engagement rather than the uh, you know the later part because we're talking about engagement right instagram is getting really cluttered these days i mean i'm sure even you would have noticed this practically one trend that comes in and then everybody is trying to catch up with the same brands like small businesses even bigger ones for that matter creating like a whole lot of content uh, what are some of the strategies that you swear by to create uh, you know that good content what we call the good content that people really engage with and is you know kind of getting you to the right kind of audience yes yeah, so uh, you know as you mentioned that there are a lot of small businesses on instagram at the moment and every small business page that you visit on instagram has a completely different vibe to it and mm-hmm. you tend to follow the ones that you resonate with so it's very important to be unique and not follow you know other what others are doing blindly so mm-hmm. because in long term you know people will stick if you are authentic one thing that i swear by is use quality content and especially quality pictures for all of our products and not steal pictures from other um, sources because i've seen a lot of people putting up pictures downloading it from amazon and downloading it from other pages and then reuploading it that creates a very bad image for a brand so use good quality pictures uh, be consistent and uh, you know use reels that is something that we've been uh, following mm-hmm. you do create amazing looking reels by the way i mean i binge watch some of your reels just for sometimes the aesthetic of it uh, i'm <laughs> sure there's like a lot of effort that goes into creating reels and probably that's the number one reason most brands tend to like you know shy away from creating reels or use those free stock videos to you know kind of create reels how overwhelming is the process how do you really go about creating such amazing reels one after the other basically i am a product photographer on the side and uh, being a photographer i really know how to present my own products in a way that is pleasing to the eyes of the consumer whether it be pictures or videos you know when no matter how great your product is the drawback of selling online is that people can't really touch and feel the product so mm-hmm. all you can do is provide them with you know high resolution images and high resolution uh, videos and that really shows the uh, consumer the kind of product that you are selling so it is uh, it is very important to do justice to your products on the platform that you are selling uh, i designed the products myself and you know i shoot videos and pictures so i know how the thought process while creating the product was and i know how i want them to be presented being a photographer here is a bonus for me that actually good works for you in your favor there's one more thing that i see you doing on reels uh that is showing yourself as well a lot has that helped you connect with your audience because a lot of people are actually not very comfortable you know let's say showing their face on reels and stories does that give you any kind of an added benefit 
Yeah, actually, uh, when I started in initially creating reels, I wasn't very comfortable with the idea, you know, of putting myself on in front of the camera. I was quite scared of the judgment, you know, what would people think? What am I doing? Am I creating like <laughs> TikToks or what? So I was really concerned initially, but then I uh, slowly started working on that, and I created a few of them, and I posted a few, and I deleted a few. So the main idea here is not just to, you know. start the recording and just dance around bus but people really want to know who is who is the face behind the uh, behind the brand it's really important to build personal touch with your audience because people are really uh, you know hesitant to buy from new brands on instagram and showing your face to people will help them know who they are buying it from also instagram is so full of uh, accounts that are selling products your face will also act as a differentiator for you so uh, that's a that's a thing that you can you know use in your favor that's a good tip on differentiation one more question regarding differentiation because you mentioned the same there are number of products that are overlapping with other small businesses for instance scented candles suddenly picked up uh, last year right with everybody feeling not yeah. anxious i think it started with uh, oils and then it went into scented candles and then they are all suddenly back in trend you know uh, how do you differentiate your products or how do you typically you know convey the differentiation of your products all of our products that we sell including the scented candles part we have a very high quality standard set for our products if any of the products that we make in house doesn't meet the quality standards we do not you know push them for sales high quality is one thing that we prioritize on second is uh, we try to be environmentally friendly and we try to communicate the same to the audience as well then again uh, our focus point has always been great customer experience you know it starts right from the moment the customer places an order to the unboxing experience and finally the post purchase satisfaction so that is something that we really focus on and you know our motive is not just to be another brand selling products our focus is just to establish a personal connection with the audience and make their pro- make their shopping experience one of a kind awesome tip but i'm going to also ask how exactly are you doing this you know because uh, when a brand stands out it as in when they're starting out right it becomes really difficult to connect with their consumers on a very personal level and from what i understand you've been able to create that connect and build a community around your brand you know and that's helped you grow organically in a very quality sort of a manner how do you manage it do you have a team or are you doing it all by yourself when i started it was me just doing you know everything by myself the jack of all trades but then slowly i have realized that i can't do everything right from sales and marketing and creating a product and then uh, handling dispatches and everything so i have a full time employee mm-hmm. and uh, i have a, a social media intern as well so uh, these are the two people that i currently have in my team and i'm very proud to have uh, you know two amazing women along with me who are handling this thing so uh, we are a women owned and 100% controlled by women that's actually pretty cool you know i noticed that you're paying a lot of close attention to the look and feel of your brand and you mentioned that you know your forte lies in product photography how much of time did you spend defining your branding as in did you spend some time you know kind of documenting your branding beforehand like before you launched or was that something you improved on the go 
Um, actually, no, I, I was not really focusing on branding when I initially started because at that time I was also doing my nine to five. And at, the, at that time, my motive was just to, you know, make enough sales for, uh, for the brand so I can quit my job and then do it full time. So it was only after I, um, you know, had resigned from my job, then I started focusing on the branding part of the business. Initially, all the products that were that I was uh, selling on the brand were outsourced from different vendors. And at that time, I used to opt for the products that, you know, I really liked. And that was my taste. That's how the brand image started building. It was just the products that, you know, you caught my eyes and I thought would be a great fit for the brand. And now, because I have, uh, you know, we are producing some products in-house, the aroma line, let's say the wax mills and the scented candles. Mm-hmm. I do create a vision board for it before producing any new product line. I create a vision board for it and I, you know, go for the aesthetics and all the color schemes that I'll be using in the whole collection. So that is how I take care of the branding. And how important do you think that is when it comes to selling online? I guess it's uh, it's very important because, you know, what I usually get is whenever a person looks at my, uh, you know, uh, looks at a post in their feed, they instantly know without looking at the handle name that the product is mine. And uh, that is, you know, a very great uh, thing that I've, I've heard from a few customers of mine that they, they can recognize the product without even looking at the name of the brand. That That's good. So a lot of brand recall, definitely a lot of brand recall for you. Okay, so uh, there's a lot of competition when it comes to lifestyle products, right? Do you ever feel that pressure of performance or pressure of adding new products because, um, you know, X, Y, and Z store did the same? Or are you strictly following your gut feel and what your customers really need as in what they come to you with um, as a guiding light? Uh, Actually, I don't really, uh, you know, focus much on the competitive part because uh, I've seen I've seen brands introducing new collection every week. And mm-hmm. I don't think that's the vision of the brand that, that I, uh, I had initially. And also because we are now focusing more on in-house production and it is very difficult to come up with new products so frequently that I, I don't really go after uh, you know, launching new products um, in the pace that others are going. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to keep your uh, efforts extremely aligned uh, with your overall business vision. That's actually great. So where are you headed with the umbrella store? What's your uh, end goal with the brand? Um, actually, there's no end goal. So the main idea behind the brand name, the umbrella store was that I'll be, you know, selling everything under one big umbrella. So mainly in the home and kitchen category. So at this moment, uh, the vision for this year particularly is to increase the number of products that, that we are making in-house. And I want to uh, increase the number of different types of products in the aroma line. So uh, one, of the, uh, one of the few things that I've been working on is linen sprays. And um, I've, I've been trying my hands on different formulas for it. And uh, hopefully I'll be able to you know launch a few of them in about two or three months. So apart from that, uh, we have three diffusers coming in the next few months. So the aroma line is the main focus for this uh, this particular month. Uh, sorry, this particular year. Wow, I am looking forward to it because I'm somebody who's really, really fond of uh, 
good aroma so i've been trying different candles different scents uh things that i wasn't aware of different mixes as well <laughs> so i'm definitely going to be one of your customers there <laughs> most of the products that we sell i mean most of the candles that we sell are not just single uh, single scented candles it's just usually a blend of few different um, scents that we try to make a completely different vibe for you like the uh, the enchanted forest candle that we launched has a very nice spooky and you know fresh vibe to it so it gives you a it gives you a you know takes you to places so that's the main aim of uh, blending different fragrances rather than going for single scents i'm going to take that as a product recommendation and definitely give it a try okay so if you had to give five marketing tips right to somebody who's starting out in a similar domain or starting small and then wanting to you know expand how you went gradually what would those five things be first thing first that you need to figure out a strong product because uh, marketing and everything comes at a later stage firstly you'll have to have a very strong product to work with and specialize in the product creation part and then go out for marketing you know and sales and pitching it to clients if you're looking for b2b so mm-hmm. first thing is the product itself second try to you know build a so- social media platform you know opt for uh, any of the social media platforms you find your audience would uh, would be on and then uh, be consistent on that particular platform don't try to be everywhere and you know we we do have a page on instagram we do have a page on facebook and we do have a a pinterest account as well but only the content that i post on instagram goes to all of these so uh, i would really suggest you to focus on one and then repost the content on other platforms the third thing that you can do is not shy away and just create content for your brand and don't think of what others might think and uh, just be you and put out content on instagram or wherever wherever you find it suitable you can also opt for different market e-commerce marketplaces you know you just don't need to be you know rigid in you know selling on instagram or your own website you can try your hands on amazon and flipkart as well and there are other different um, e-commerce platforms also that are you know there in the market like for example recently we enrolled with lbb as well and they have been giving us uh, a nice reach for our scented candles uh, we mainly sell our uh, scented candles uh, on lbb that's a thing that you can try your hands on mm-hmm. the last and the most important thing is you know keep your finances right day, uh, from the day one you know make a either hire an accountant or if you think that you'll be able to afford one or uh, you know just keep keep track of all your expenses that you're uh, making as a business because you you might think that you're making good amount of sales but you might not be even profitable so profitability is the main reason that you know you run a business so try to focus on your tracking all your expenses and all your sales in one place amazing five tips by the way uh he, he thought through all of them so they're covering different aspects of marketing as well as business i'm going to ask you one last question and that is usually in the e-commerce space right there are days when you're getting a lot of sales then there are days where your sales go flat right sometimes it's a high sometimes it's a low what is the one thing that you tell yourself to keep going 
so yeah i mean running a business is uh, is just like a roller coaster ride and you know there are moments of uh, self doubt and sometimes things don't go the way you plan and sometimes you face a lot of resistance and uh, you know there are a lot of bumps along the way but at the end of the day you have to overcome them and sometimes you just need to accept that some things are out of your control and you really have to believe in yourself on those days specifically when it comes to motivation you know i what i what i generally do is whenever i'm feeling down i you know if there's a you know i'm going through something i'm having a hard time you know there's a creative creative block or a burnout i tend to take a break and do do something completely different you know either reading listening to podcasts or binge watching maybe my favorite sitcoms uh going out for cycling so anything that would uh, keep my mind off it helps me recharge my body and mind i try to follow the same sometimes whenever that i like hit that creative block i just slow down i massively slow down now and take a break in general you know i just try to like not get into work otherwise it gets too monotonous well davneet that's all i had to ask of you is there something that you would like to share with our listeners before we go if you are someone who is uh, listening to this podcast and you know you want to start your own business uh but you are really afraid of it i would suggest just go for it don't think too much about it you know because mm, things have a way of you know falling into right places you just have to take the first step for it that's a good one davneet thank you so much for joining us on a friday evening and taking out the time to speak with us when you could actually be stepping out so yeah great talking to you and that's it for today's episode of content kettle thanks for tuning in don't forget to subscribe and share the podcast for more such tips from the real doers